Welcome to episode six of our podcast, The Tales of Mac and the Plastic Paddy. I'm Matthew Taylor. I'm joined by James McLaughlin. Evening. And by Tig Martin. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, we're going to be looking at our top five current British athletes uh, today. And uh, we're going to whittle ourselves down to our five between the three of us. So it could be potentially 15 names coming out here on the podcast with 10 of them. This... Tumbling into the changing room basket this evening. Oh, how's your week, Tig? Before we get in, it's been good. Been active. Just, uh, just giving the little boy bath time, which he loves. Lovely. Enjoying the bath. Some babies just hate it, don't they? I hate he loves it. I'm enjoying new things in life. Who I... knew bath time? It's all those little things. So much fun. <laughs> Has he got a little rubber duck? Little yeah, things of that time with Tig. <laughs> no, not, not a little rubber duck at the moment, but uh, yeah, he, lo- he loves his baths. But... Too young for rubber duck. Just, uh, well, that's bath, not really big enough to put a rubber no, duck in. No, it's yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's like a, like a dishwashing tub. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like a little hand wash tub. And Jimmy, how was your week, pal? Yeah, not bad. First... Uh... First tough Saturday as a manager, or co-manager, sorry, co-manager, I should ah. say. So what's this for, under? Under sevens, and we had a tournament this week. Is the streak over? Streak's not, we finished third in a tournament of, well, it was a tournament of six, but one didn't turn up, so a tournament of five. You finished third, so you finished middle. You were, you were, yeah. You were middle rung. Yeah, but there, was, there was one team we played before who, top, who would be team. top of this, uh, the league that we're in, even though you, at this age you're <clears> not allowed to keep track of. Oh, do they not have league tables no, at eight seven? Oh, no, I think that's. I, no, mean, they don't I have get tables. it, but I think it's a bit mad, really. They don't have it until they're thirteen or something. Really? Like that. Yeah. What? Because they don't want to promote winning, or they don't want to promote. <laughs> not sure it's winning. I think it's uh, yeah, because they had a trophy for exactly. this tournament, but it had to be the fair play trophy. But it was to the team who got the most points. So <laughs> yeah, um, so it's a bit like. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of couple of really good teams that we hadn't played before. <laughs> Let's not soapbox. <laughs> we had, yeah, we had the most tears has been yeah. Two most, two, two oh, the really? players arguing. Do they miss a penalty? No. As in two not, not players arguing with each other. Oh, absolute pussies. <laughs> two two arguing with each other. Um, one cry one cry because he on went the on same a, team. Yeah. Oh, okay. He went on a, he went on a dribble, took on a couple of players, and one of the players shot. When the ball was in between the two of them, and he cried saying he had finished it off, uh, um, okay. and then one kid. Oh, like, so he just stole it off the player essentially. That yeah. Dribbled through. One, okay. one one lad started crying because we were three games in, and he's one of the strikers, and he hadn't scored yet. And I was like, "What's crying going to do? <laughs> 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 Got to score, mate." Very good point. So, <laughs> thankfully, his dad's along the same wavelength, so that helps. Oh, really? <laughs> How did you find t- the parents? Do they get? Yeah, no, really good, supportive. Yeah. The no best abuse. is when they're when they're there because there's a fair amount of um, if there's a challenge and one kid loses the ball and you can tell he hasn't been hurt but because yeah. he's lost the ball he'll yeah. then stay down yeah. I mean he's, there's nothing wrong and it's kind of works well when one of the parents just so says get, get up and they crack on okay. um, some of the tackles though in kids football are savage oh yeah my nephew's the worst one they don't have like a he doesn't know where the ball is so we've got one lad who's tackling it's unbelievable he's so good doesn't have that much hours to his game yeah. and be able to play him almost as a sweeper but his tackling is fantastic and then my, my nephew just just looks at the player and just goes to play <laughs> through his shins <laughs> but it's a bit of a cold early Saturday but yeah there's a lot to learn. Well, we will continue along this journey. Are you wearing white it's boots? It's a learning experience. No white boots, no. No, no, no just black. Shouldn't should really as a manager, should you, or, yeah. or a coach? No. In fact, I'm not sure if any of the players have. Oh, really? Well, no, well there's no flash boots in the players. I don't think there is. That's weird. That's, that's very... You know, like a, like I would have expected some Ronaldo. You know, like a bright yellow or like green, a lime green yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Maybe some lime green. There's no pink. I'm I think sure lime green's pretty out there. Do you like a bit of lime green? I love a little bit of lime green. <laughs> like a bit of pink, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shows character. Anyway, okay. So, looking at our top five, and uh, <coughs> shall I kick off? Do yeah. You, do what you want, mate. Oh, one, two, three, <laughs> I will be surprised. Okay, I'm so one. I'm going to kick off. <laughs> I'm going to kick off with uh, young Adam Peaty. Ooh. Oh, British swimmer. Ooh. Yeah, so young in his career though, but uh, an all-round, a brilliant athlete. Um, one Olympic gold, 2016, 
current world record holder for 50 and 100 metre breaststroke. And I think uh, he's a man on form. Very much. He's on my um, he's on my list. He's not. I don't, I didn't know if he was in my top five. He's on my uh, maybe part. I think. Right on now. your maybe part. He's in my list. He's in your he's list. list. He's okay. in my list. I think it's the fifty meters. He holds the ten quickest ever times. So mm. the top ten quickest ever times are all okay. him. Okay, so he's not just the world record holder. No, he holds, he holds the world like record, the second, the third, and the fourth. Fourth, the okay. fifth, all, oh, okay. all the top ten quickest times ever in yeah. history. Yeah. He holds all of them. And he's got the world record in the 50 and, and the 100. And so, yeah, he's born And how many in, golds uh, has he done? He um, It's one Olympic gold. Yeah, I think he's Olympic got five gold. golds in total because he's, he's got world and got, silver. Yeah, he's got the world championships, the European championships, Commonwealth Games... Uh, 2016 Olympics, mm. um, and he's only 24. He's born in 94, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah, so 24. 24. I am. Um, I say the reason I didn't have him was partly was partly because of his, his age, age because he hasn't done it in two Olympics, which other yeah, but, athletes okay. have. So that's unfair because he hasn't had the opportunity. Uh, exactly. So he's he's won <coughs> one Olympic gold in 2016. He's won five World Championships. So yeah. you'd argue that's consistency. Yeah. He's he's a twelve time European champion and a three time Commonwealth champion. Broke the record he's hang on, he's broken world records <clears throat> ten times and currently holds two world records, the fifty and hundred metre breaststroke. Yeah. Becoming the first man to swim under twenty six seconds for the fifty metres. Um and the fifty under fifty eight seconds for hundred metres. Um and he's the first swimmer ever to win both sprint breaststrokes at the same world championships. So obviously the endurance of uh, Indeed. doing both. So he was on my list as well, Matthew. So I'm outnumbered there, then I Yeah. Well, okay. he, well he might be whittled out, but I, I agree. We'll say, with we'll you. say us Matt's two votes. We'll, his notes. We'll say us two votes. Oh, yeah, we have seven out of three. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I'll let you carry on. And we go later. Well, I'll move it on now. Shall I go to my dealer's left? James, do you want to give us a, a name of your dealer's left? Okay. okay, I'm going to start with... I'm not sure if he's going to be on the other one. I don't think he's on Tig's list. He might be on that. Andy Murray. Mm. Okay. So I did think about him. <clears throat> I did too. So, reason being, two Wimbledons, one US Open, and he's had eight Grand Slam finals as well that he's finished winner of. Yeah. Okay, so he's in the most competitive era of tennis ever. Mm-hmm. So he's against three of the best ever players. That yes. would have. He's, those he's, three, a, he's unlucky, in, isn't he? Individually, those three, other, other three, would dominate any yeah, other uh, era that they were yeah, in. Yeah. Okay, so he's up against the biggest competition. In terms of, we're talking UK athletes. Yeah, the last person to win a single Wimbledon was nineteen thirty something. This is the stat that really pisses me off. Just because it's taken, was it 1936? So what we're looking at, was it? I think you won it in 2000. So we looked at the last British champion 12. of Wimbledon. Yeah, 2012. Fred, so we've gone Harry. 80 years. Is it 80 years, is that what you said? Yeah. But that's just a shit stat, because it just means we've had really shit players for 80 years. It doesn't make Andy Murray good. Well, it, does, it could mean both. But it doesn't prove that he's brilliant because he's the first man in 80 years. It just means we've had 80 years of shit players. <laughs> I'm sure they're shit. I mean, Tim Hemman was pretty good. A lot of semi-finals and what have you. Um, but he didn't win it, did he? No. That's like saying, oh, well, you know, the England team won the World Cup in 2022, but, you know, it's the first time since 60... It just means we've had crap teams in between. It doesn't make that team any better. It just means we've had really right. crap teams in between. But I'll flip, I'll flip that on his head. So some of the other sports that we're going to discuss, there's really themes that there's multiple that are good at that event or sport, okay? Well, multiple people. Yeah, multiple UK right, okay. sports people that are yeah. good at that sport. Is that because there's more investment in those sports? A more participation? Or a more attractive sport. Right, so tennis... In the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe there wasn't that much support for also... schools and everything else yeah. for people to play these sports. So he's gone, and that's probably a lot to do with his mother. I'm, I'm going to go his against, obviously yeah. plays it. His mum was a coach, his brother yeah. plays it, but I'm going to go using your logic from last week's pod. He uh, he trained in, was it Mallorca or Barcelona when he was a kid? He moved out to Spain. And, uh, he, some and he, there, and yeah. he lives predominantly in Miami, so I think on your logic that means he can't be on the list. <laughs> okay, he's in 
He's in Britain for longer than two weeks of a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how long he's in Wimbledon for. And he's in Miami because there's so many US events that he plays. How many races are in Monaco a year? Well, he's not in Monaco every year. So there's 21 races. But how many years? How, yeah, but where is Hamilton all of the time? You don't know. I don't keep a track on him. I don't <laughs> have a GPS track <laughs> on him. If you'd have sent the letter, letter to him, where would, it, where would you have to address it to? If you send a letter to him, um, to Murray, where would you send it to? He will spend more time in <laughs> Britain. Where's, where's, where's Murray's home address? Edinburgh Castle. I want you to Google this. You can have a Scottish. Right. Have a Scot- it. Well, I think it's got two hours, if I'm honest. Okay, well, Google his home He'll be in Miami because he'll have so many American things, so it's just giving him a chance of having an increased chance of winning, basically. Yeah. Okay. So he would be on mine. Right. He's okay. not on my list. He's, he was nearly on mine, but he's not on mine. But he's on there. He's on. He's on the list of of potentials. I'm but just what he's done in the sport. What being really grumpy. In considering in, in comparison <laughs> to. All right, get all do it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's top. Three, right? Would you admit that he's top four in the world? Yeah. 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 Do you think the other top three that you're thinking of? If you think there was uh, three friends in Switzerland or Serbia or Spain. Do you think Nadal, Djokovic, or Federer will be in their top five? Uh, yeah, but you I would name other players from those countries. More. Yeah, I think the reason why he's not on my top five. Well, Nadal, Nadal has won more. He hasn't won more Wimbledon's. He's just smashed one event because he trained. That's what he trained on as a kid. And yeah, other he's he's won much. a lot more tour titles as well. The, okay, I'll have to go yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, Murray's won a lot of tour events as well. Okay, the, the reason why Murray's not in my top five is I just don't think he's won enough. In his career, in comparison, he needs more Grand Slams. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, and, and that and that is unlucky. That he's yeah. been bought. That he's a career is in the same time yeah, as exactly. Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal. And Had he been in unlucky. the nineties, he probably would have won. Like, how many major finals have he been in? Eight, you say? Uh, well, no, eleven. He's won three. Lost eight. Lost eight. Right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's, he's a top player. He's a, he's a world class player, he, but he just hasn't won enough. Okay, T, your first name. Charlotte Dujardin. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm have a spell on that one. Charlotte. Yeah, not on the C-H-A-R. C-H-A-R. <laughs> Dujardin is D-U-J-A-R-D-I-N. Did you know about Charlotte before today's research? I did, yes. Okay, right. <laughs> just going to clarify. For, for Matt's struggling with the spelling. Yeah, I totally, totally <laughs> forgot what you said. Really She's not going to give all the yeah. spelling, Well, I don't yeah. know. This is pretty impressive. So, okay. do, you, do you guys know what sport she competes in? No. No. You, you don't, have you ever heard the name? No. You've never heard the name? I don't think so, no. No? No. no. Okay. Well, she's been on uh, Sports Personality. It's a sport that <laughs> is... On the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what? With the fourteen others that were shortlisted, that yeah. I'll tell you about. Yeah. Right, okay. So I'll give you a, I'll give you a wiki, a Wikipedia on Charlotte oh. Dujardin. Strong research. Yeah. Uh, so she's. <laughs> Try to go for all my sources. Yeah. I was just trying to get so a I'm good bit of blurbs for her because yeah. I knew you wouldn't probably. Nice. So she's the most <laughs> successful British dressage rider in the history of the sport. Dressage. That's dancing yeah. on a horse. Dressage. Or dancing with a horse. Yeah. So she's the winner of all major titles and world records in the sport. So she currently holds all titles and all world records. Yeah? Yeah, okay. So so riding her horse, Vallegro, she ha- um, held the complete set available in elite dressage titles. That's the horse's name. I'm so she, Carry on. Shut up. She, she held... All competitive events. So every so you've got the Wimbledon, you've got the US, you've got um, Australian Open. So everything she can win. So she won the Olympic <clears throat> freestyle. She won the World Freestyle, the Gra- uh, Grand Prix Special, the World Individual, and the European Freestyles and the Grand Prix Special titles. Um, she's the first and only rider ever to hold the complete set at the same time. So like the Tiger Slam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this is all the whole set. She was the reigning champion across all of them. She's also won, as part of Team Great Britain, Team Dressage, where she's won Olympic and European Championships. Uh, she's won three golds, one silver. Um, and that's, that's all I need to say, is that's domination of your sport. 
It is. It is domination of your sport. Comes back to... I've got them here. I've got them. They've got no, no comeback. No. She's in. She's in. <laughs> yeah, obviously the pause does illustrate that she's smashed her sport. And, and from what you just discussed there, she would have to be put up in this light. Um, Matt, if he was to watch dressage, I'm sure, would put a lot of credit with the horse during that event. You have Similar. to train the horse, though. Does she train the horse alone? This is ignorance on the sport. Does well, she train the horse alone? To, again, I'm, have a I'm team. not with her. With her, t- she'll have a team. She'll have a coach, like yeah. the same as any individual. Yeah, but I'm come, sure will come on. Murray has a coach. He has yeah. a, a well, no, but he's actually he's, he's doing it though, isn't he? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I would <laughs> imagine at that elite level because it's all about horse rider contact, all the aids you give her. So yeah, if, it's mean, an, if it's another person riding it, it's going to give. It's going to feel different on top. It's going to yeah. give different aids, so the horse won't. It's not like she could get pay someone to train the horse and then she turns up at the Olympics, sits on top and wins. Yeah. It, no, no, I'm not saying she. She will be the rider. She'll be guided and she'll be pr- practicing with her coaching team mm-hmm. of techniques. Those, those stats that you just gave. Yeah. What percentage of those would you put down to the horse? Um. Uh, for me, you've obviously got to have a, a calibre of horse uh-huh. and a willing horse. Yeah. Um, if you think about it with any animal, some of the dogs... she done it all on the same horse? Yeah, that's all on Vallegro. There you go. So that does play a definite but, part of it. But then she's now... Vallegro's been retired and she's now um, working on her new horses. So I think she's settled on a nine-year-old who's then she's going to hope to take to the next Olympics. So obviously a horse has a... Okay, a so she hasn't done anything yet on this horse? Because she's back into training. So this she's taken on a okay. younger horse... To train it back up, so it'll be interesting to see yeah, if she definitely. gets back up and still wins those titles. <clears throat> but if yeah. you were to put the success of that, all those things you did, and you yeah. put a percentage on the horse and percentage on her, what would you do? Eighty-five percent rider. Okay. Okay. So that's fifteen percent. That's a lot in sport. That's down to something that isn't the sports person. Well, and this is what we because, discussed with Hamilton because yeah. he's obviously got the car and a jockey. Everyone's always going to say, the "Is horse. it the horse?" So, but I think a lot of the swimmer. I mean, I'm saying 85, percent but I've never done that sport myself. I've watched other people do the sport, and I've got, I've had an idea of of seeing people struggle on Mm. different horses. You've got to. It's a bit like a dog. Certain dogs have an aptitude that if you call them, they'll come back to you. Other Mm. dogs just bugger off. Yeah, I'll live with (laughs) one. But so the horse obviously plays a a role. That horse has obviously also got to be fit for these events. Yeah. So that horse will have as much attention and care as, as, if not more than the rider, because she can't compete without the horse. So you can't say the horse isn't a part, but that horse is training. So everything that horse is and that horse is worth is because of what she's trained it to be able to do. I'll I'll put my opinion on that. Very, very impressive, but I think the other sports people that I'm going to discuss, their field is potentially more competitive and more difficult to master. So have you ever sat on top of a horse? Oh, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> you would be shocked. <laughs> so she wouldn't be a man. <laughs> okay, so my next name would be <clears throat> Samo Farah. Okay, so he's the most successful British track athlete in modern Olympic history. Okay, so four Olympic gold golds uh, between five and ten thousand meter uh, kilometers. Yeah, or ten thousand meters rather than kilometers. <laughs> ten thousand. That's kilometers. a very large distance. <laughs> uh, six world championship golds at the same distances. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, obviously, he's left the track now, but he's he's moving into marathon running. Yes, we got Chicago Marathon this year. Sorry, mm. has he set? Has he set records? He's won the North Run. Is it three, three years in a row? I'm unsureted. I should know this. It's on your list. Well, I, I don't think it matters. Don't <laughs> doesn't need that static. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't need his great North Run stats when he's won four Olympic golds. <laughs> It all adds to it. All adds okay. to it. He, he's, in, he's in mind. Yeah, he beat Ian from South End in the Great North Run. <laughs> <laughs> you can say the same about the anyway. London Marathon. You know, Big Ben runs the London Marathon. He's not actually racing yeah. against that, is he? Okay, he, yeah, so Mo, well. Mo Farrow being my top five. I don't, I don't think, for me, 
with who he's competing against and the tradition that other countries have had of completely so Ethiopia, dominating. Kenya, yeah. Yeah. And they just dominated those for decades. Yeah. And then to have someone not only break the mould, but continue to break the mould. Mm. And he's still not done. He's saying he's going to do another Olympics. So... Oh, he's he, was, he was on my oh, list. Oh, is he? Has yeah. he said that? Oh, I thought he, I thought he was done with track now. He was just going to no, focus on marathons now. He wants to do one more. Oh, okay. Uh, he wasn't on my list, but purely for the reason that I knew oh. he'd be on both your lists. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd be in your top five? He would be in my top five, okay. yeah. Okay. So I think Mo Farah... So we leave that a three, are we? That's a three. So he, he's there. He's definitely not in the bin. Okay, Jimmy. Right. Do I go for where one going? where I'm going to have to convince you? Or do I go for... Well, you, will at, you will at some point. This is true. Right. <clears throat> I'm putting him in there. Because he's one of my sporting idols Ronnie of all time. It's Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> right. Let me give you some reasons why. Let me give you some reasons why. It's not just that... Okay, right. I'll break it down. Five world championships. That's beaten by two other sportsmen. So he doesn't have the most world championships. Well, okay? out then. He also hasn't competed in as many. And this could go against him or can show how good he is. Hendry and Davis. So both British. Yeah. Just not current. Yeah. So they've done seven and six. uh, Respectively. But. And this can go against him. Um, Ronnie is selected not to play in numerous world championships. So he's played in less. So his ratio of wins would be higher. Well, he's up, yeah, so we won't go into the debate about the mental health and everything, but some of the reasons why is, is down to that. He's also got a record seven masters, which is, when you call it opens, that's one of them. Yeah. Um, and then he's got a joint record of the UK title. So the only one he doesn't is have the, the top is the world. So the other ones he's, so it's basically like you'd have the masters. The what percentage is his Q? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> He's oh that's another reason. So he's got queuing going on. Or the balls. He swapped cues. <laughs> Does he select what balls? He, he has uses? swapped cues mid tournament before. Completely swapped cues. Why? Because the other one's better. No one one broke or something, or he wasn't getting on with it and yeah. just swapped it. He can also play both right-handed. Stick really, isn't it? Right-handed and left-handed. <laughs> Tell me another sportsman who's as strong. Yeah, as strong with each as a racing as that. driver has to turn left and right, mate. Wow, sir. Um, another one so he's leading in centuries he's got 957 centuries now I think the next highest is about 600 and he's got a record 15 147s which is a maximum break next person again Hendry with 10 or 11 so he's still going and he's smashed all of those records also the fastest also the fastest competitive 147s and also he has the fastest 147 in history as well 5 minutes so they're the stats. Also, I think he just, for someone who often doesn't even try and still wins, it's remarkable. So if he's on form, he's unbeatable. So there's not many sports people out there. I can, I think you can. But what's his competitive field to. being up against? Using your thing of uh, Dujardin in terms uh, of what's his competition being? What era of snooker player? Well, in terms of era. It's the it's now um, played by more countries than it ever has before, so the competition is becoming um, more wide, I suppose. Whereas before, in the, in the years before, it would have been mostly UK and some of the European countries. But for instance, China it's part of their national curriculum to play snooker, so the players from there are unbelievable, and there's more and more of them playing and making the top ten, twenty. But he still, when he turns up and decides to play, wins. <laughs> I'm not going to get it in no matter what I said it's so <laughs> it's so difficult because we all know he's an unbelievable yeah, player you can't argue that he, he yeah. is good I, there's, I, I just I don't associate him with an athlete do we go into that debate well you would want to say that sitting in a car isn't an athlete standing at the table this was a sports person by the way. I mean has anybody picked Phil Taylor around this table he's retired yeah but I looked at him has he retired? He's retired. Yeah. Fully? He retired yeah. after he lost his last world championship yeah. final. He's not Otherwise, played. he could have potentially been in my. He's played this year, hasn't he? But this is where certain sports. No, after the last world, so he lost against that guy that he was massive favourite. Phil Taylor was to, to win it. After he lost okay. that, I didn't think he was totally off the circuit. Anyway, okay. certain sports <coughs> have more airtime and coverage. So 
the Masters of the Worlds is always on live on BBC, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's free to air. Yeah. Whereas something like Dressage is, isn't, they don't air it because it's a niche yeah. sport. The reason why I say Phil Taylor is because, like snooker, yeah, it's a type, sport, yeah, but it's, it's very skillful, but nobody calls him an athlete, do they? Essentially. Well, I thought we were getting on a more sports you know I mean? person, sportsman, sportswoman. I thought we were getting on a more. No, 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 that's fine. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it shouldn't be considered at all. It's just I. It's just, I, it, I guess. It, it, I guess this sport is more skill. It's yeah. more skill than endurance or power. I give you that. Yeah, but I suppose the same could be said about dress. I suppose that's more skill. Yeah. I just think what he's done and he's transformed it and everything and the records he's set is unprecedented. Okay, we move on from Ronnie then. So on to Tig. Tig. Chris Froome. Oh. Froomey. Chris Froome, um, if you include his last year titles, he's the first man since Bernardino in the 80s to hold... The three, so there's three grand mm-hmm. tours. So you've got the Giro d'Italia, the Tour de France, which is the most popular, that's sort of the, the pinnacle of the sport, as they would say. Yeah. And then you've got the Vuelta. So he held, uh, he won the Tour, the Vuelta de España, and then he won the Giro of this year, yeah. and then finished second in the Tour de France. So he, he nearly won four in a row. Um, he's obviously won four Tour de France. Four, yeah. Four Tour de France um, <clears throat> competitions, as well as other sort of Citroën de Dauphiné races and sort of smaller tour events, I suppose, if you compared it to, to tennis. Um, he's also won Olympic bronze in the time trial. I think that's the only place that pulls down his but shout I think is the, the, the Olympic The thing is with cycling, it's, it's a strange sport in terms of his, to- his grand tour, his road racing, is a, is a three-week endurance event, which is balanced between best on the flats, best in the mountains and best at time trialling. So for him, he's conditioning his body to be as good as it can be across the three events. Yeah. What he competes in in the Olympics is a one-day road race, which is generally won by a sprinter or a breakaway rider, Yeah. which isn't really built for how he trains. And then the time trial, you've got people like Tony Martin or I'm trying to think who won it last time. Um... Bradley Wiggins won it in 2012. You've got people that are far more... Um, they gear their training to that event. So they do the World Championships, they do the Olympics. So they're, they're, they're specialist in that niche, whereas he's the best over all of them mm-hmm. on the tour title. So it's difficult to say you haven't won an <clears> Olympic because <throat> there isn't a three-week Olympic road race. So... So... I don't know the sport well enough. But when he got bronze and obviously someone won gold, yeah. how did they fare in the Tour de France? Well, we, when he got bronze, I don't. I have his stats for the last. He didn't. In fact, I don't think he did the time trial in Rio. Um, I think he pulled out through. I think he had an injury. Or he he had. Yeah, you know, he wasn't. Mm. He didn't take part. But he took part in twenty twelve when, in reality, he'd only just sort of come up to. He was a young rider who had just sort of got into the higher ends of the professional ranks mm-hmm. and he came third. Wiggins won gold after winning the tour. So Wiggins won the tour, then gold. Yeah. But Froome since so then... So Wiggins wasn't <clears throat> retired, would you have Froome um, ahead of Wiggins? Wiggins has done track and road, but Froome's road racing has been superior to Wiggins. Arguably, it, cycling's a... A team sport. Froome would have won twenty twelve Tour de France had he not been told by he was um, Wiggins' domestique. He was his teammate. Yeah. He was told not to I ride. Know, chestnut. Stop trying. Huh? Stop trying. Let someone else win. <laughs> <laughs> but he arguably he would have won the twenty twelve Tour de France had the team leader not been assigned to Wiggins and the team telling Froome to yeah stop attacking off the front. So. You would say that Wiggins has not won it by Depot because they trained for him to be the winner. But I was, I, I was thinking he was going to be on my list. The one thing that makes me not... not. He, oh, I can't decide. He was one of the ones that was in between. The fact that 
he doesn't stand head and shoulders in his sport above someone else who only retired two years ago. But I think he does within cycling. If you the other people we're talking cycling, about are head and shoulders above anyone else in the UK yeah, in their sport. He is. You think he's head and shoulders Cut above of Wiggins? Cur- of current, Cur- Wiggins is retired. You're talking two years ago though. Hamilton is head and shoulders above UK. Yeah, so I think Chris Froome at this, at this moment. Murray time, head and shoulders above the others. Mo head and shoulders above. Yeah, if you go on his titles, he's won far more. Wiggins only won one Grand Tour. He's won four. Five. Oh. Or six, even. He won. Oh, sorry, yeah. He's won the four tours, now, yeah. yeah he's yeah. won the four tours, the other two. <clears> I think he might have. But he's come. There's something. Uh, let me get his stats because it's impressive how many times he's come second as well. Um, well, I said that about Murray, but look where he is. Well, very true. <laughs> uh, one, <clears throat> yeah, he's won six, six um, out of three in it, three per yeah. year. So since two thousand thirteen to to date, so five over a five year period, he's won six of the fifteen available. But he hasn't partaken in. Three, four, five, six, in seven of those. So if you take those seven off, so he's won six out of so there's two eight. more he could have won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and in those two, yeah. oh, sorry. but that's not that long a period that you're talking about. Five years. So some of the other sports we're talking about, their longevity well, no, is way. Well, no, he's been he's been in the sport since so he's been in the sport ten years. But obviously, you have to build your way up through the mm-hmm. the, the junior ranks, and so he's come. This is his record. So twenty four. If you take it from twenty twelve, so we're talking about Wiggins. So in in twenty eleven, in the Vuelta de España, which is the last one of the season, he didn't take part in the first two. He finished second in the Tour de France twenty twelve. Finished second. The Vuelta he finished fourth, first, second, first, first, second, first, 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 third. That's a that's of the ones he's entered. So he's he's finished the lowest in seven years. The lowest he's finished is fourth. Every other time he's finished on the podium on a three-week tour event. That's pretty yeah. dominating. <clears throat> yep. He was in mine. With my uh, with another name, so I'm going to say Wayne Rooney is in my top five. Why are you smiling at me? <laughs> <laughs> Give us the stats. Come on. For the Manchester United fans out there, I'll just reel off his stats. So five Premier Leagues, one FA Cup, four League Cups, Champions League, Europa League, countless England caps, top scorer. For what? Top scorer. Man United all-time top scorer, England all-time top scorer. Just, yeah. Just Thank, cla- thanks for supporting. Cla- clarifying that, Matt. So, Wayne, so, and still do playing very well. Now, I know he's in the MLS, but... You know, he could easily... Well, <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could easily have, have dipped out. You know, but now he's, 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 he's gone. Out. He's only thirty-two, isn't he? He's thirty-three. Yeah, now. but he started. How old was he? Sixteen when he scored his first goal against Arsenal. Yeah, he doesn't need to do, doesn't he? Does he? He's not like, oh, he just need to get another couple of years pay. But he's not, so I can support my family. He's not, none, none of the players. Right. I mean, I don't think it's Latan does either. But he's no. he's there. But I, I don't think that's they, not an argument for yeah. why he's top UK. Sports no, but he's not. He, not only is he over there, but he's over there and doing very well. Yep. Yeah. So DC. But I think I think it's like June, July. I think somebody DC in languishing like near the bottom of their table, and now they're officially in the. Yeah, playoffs. but a player of his quality at thirty two, thirty three should do very well in that league. Should absolutely. Yeah, but it doesn't always work out like that, does it? Well, a lot of players don't go there that young. A lot of the players have gone there later. No, and he's just come off the back of a an average season where he started quite well at Everton for that year, but he faded out, didn't he? And then he wasn't even so starting that much. Well, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, if he was that good, it wasn't necessarily all his fault, but but he, yeah, he was on my maybe. But I think what he's done in the sport doesn't compare with what some of the other people that we're discussing has done in their sport. I think football's a difficult one because, like we were saying with snooker and dressage, where they're minority sports, mm. football's such a popular sport that it almost gets looked down upon. And yeah. it's because it's a team. If you look, if you just took his personal achievements of all-time leading Man United goal scorer, all the trophies he's won, all-time England top goal scorer of all time in both of those, you know, that's pretty impressive. <clears throat> but even, it's of course it's impressive. Yeah, would he have ever 
Would he have ever been talked about as the best player in the world? I don't think he would. Best British player of his, of his generation? Yeah. So, so when he went to 2004, he was seen as our hope and everything like that. And but was, yeah. still don't know if he was our best player. But then player. tournaments like 2010. And he's never done anything in the tournament. No. So I don't think he's... he's that's it, the reason he's do, not mine. Do you know what would have really... What, because of England? Because of, because of England's record and him not performing on those stages as well. See, for me, I think it'd be, I would be so interested to see that how... That good, you, pull a, you can pull a team yeah. through it to a certain extent. He didn't... No. There was two tournaments he didn't score in. No. And he didn't even look... See, it's hard to criticise him. I Personally, I would have loved to have mm. seen him play in the Gareth South. If he was like a 22-year-old now, mm. or a 20-year-old now, or, or even you know, in his prime, yeah. Yeah. playing under a manager that's a bit more care... Free, you know, just go out and express yourself compared to what England have had. But ultimately, once you cross that white line, there's not something it's in your hands. But you say that, but look how look how certain players perform in any sport under different mm. coaches. See what impresses <clears throat> me with Murray's sort of his strive to change in terms of he'll constantly change his coach yeah. to try and get better. Um, football isn't that easy because I suppose if you want to stay at a club like Man United then you're sort of stuck with and we've just talked about the best in the world Murray's been world number one in that era of those players but then you could argue yeah, Rooney scored the most goals for England and he's, he's been leading goal scorer in the Premier League before and he's won titles you know he's the leading goal scorer for England <laughs> He's played in an era where there was just playing San Marino twice yeah. a year and Andorra, and he, you're not going to score in those games. And I don't know what it was like back in the day with kind of um, Charlton and people like that, but I'd imagine I don't yeah, know if they played the same kind of games. qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, you, that's who he bought. That's who he beat from a goal record yeah. as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but you, you put Murray in your top five and he said yourself he's been to eight finals and or there's eight finals or so that he's been in and lost. Yeah. So he didn't turn up for those, did he? Well, how'd he get to the final though if he didn't turn up? We didn't turn up in the final, on the big stage, when it matters. Well, a semi-final against one of the other top four would have also been a big stage to reach that final. All of his semi-finals against one of the top four? No, they wouldn't have all been. But... He'd have come up in a final. You can't say he didn't turn up in a final. He could have come up in a final in 2010. Well, I'm sure Federer. some of them he turned up for, turned up in, but I've definitely seen him in finals where he's been just blown away. In, in international finals or, or... I'm talking about Murray now, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, and like, you know, the, against the Federer or whoever it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just been blown away. And he's played well up until that point and, and he's just got blown away in the final. If you talk about PT and you talk about the two world records he sets, mm. do you think you could hold being England top goal scorer again uh, in the same impressive? Yeah, is that as impressive as? Well, this is, this is the difficulty, and that's a world record, by the way. That's not one nation top goal yeah. scorer. He's not the most. He's not the top goal scorer. I, th- of I think it international is, yeah. football. As a whole, is it? Well, yeah, but we're, we're talking about a country that's produced a lot of fantastic goal scorers. And he's scored the most goal. What, England? You know, think England has. We have. Of course we've produced a lot of goal scorers. You can count probably under 10 that pop into your head as being challenges for that. And, and again, the circumstances would be that they probably didn't play as many games. And injuries and things like that. You know, Froome's got those records when he's missed things for being injured. Yeah. Rooney's never really suffered an injury. A major, you know, it's not like Owen, who got cut. Obviously, his career was cut a lot from an England perspective. I'm sure he would have been right up there with goal scorers. Okay, well, it's up to you. It's up to you. I just think, <clears throat> I someone maybe, but the people we're talking about and how impressive what they've done is, I don't hold him in the same line. Okay, okay. Where do you say? I, I mean, I, I just think he's, you know, aside from an international. Cup, he's won every accolade. Yeah, he but there's win. other players in that squad who have done the same. You could argue because it's a team sport, and that you, you know that's not necessarily his fault. Rio Ferdinand has won the same amount of titles. He hasn't won the same amount of goals. He's retired. He's in a different position. No, I'm just comparing like we've done. John O'Shea won a lot. He's British. <laughs> you know, it's a team sport. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> on the wrong part of that. <laughs> you know what I'm going for. I know, I know he's, why you've put him on. <clears throat> the problem with Rooney, and, and this might be sort of a typical British thing, and, and it probably comes back to what you guys were saying last week, is he doesn't evoke much emotion in me. You say his name, he doesn't go... Do you, know, you say some players and you remember like a final... Whoa, 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 when Martin Tyler says his name. Yeah. <laughs> but Joe, no, no. Chris Froome give you a boner, does he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, Joe, when some people say like an athlete's name, there's nothing about a cycling event that evokes any emotion. <laughs> but you remember shorts, but, but you remember a final, or you remember but, yeah. a bit of brilliance. That says a lot because the Man United fan around the table doesn't get the emotion from someone. Yeah, who won, I, think what that's, he won I just it, think you know? that's mad. The amount, he just doesn't. The amount of titles he's won in for your. No, yeah. He sees Ronaldo in a nicer light. I bet. I don't know whether your club and for instance, top scorer. If you say Chris Froome, I'll remember sort of an impressive win at the top of Alpes or something like that, or, yeah. <laughs> or like Murray when he yeah. won his first fight. There's there's certain things you relate to a to a sportsman or Farrell when he won double gold. At, yeah, at, and then you say Rooney, and on the elite sort of finals when we've won Champions Leagues or FA Cups. How many Champions League did it? Was it one? One. One, yeah. He oh, was, well, I can't, I'm trying to cast my mind back to that final and if, if he... That was the penalty shootout. Would, would have been great himself. He scored a good goal, to be fair to him. I think it was 0-9 against um, Barca when we lost. He lost 3-1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what I mean. I can't, I, I, I can't say his record isn't great, because it is. But he, do, he doesn't... You say Wayne Rooney, I don't go that moment where he won that final or that moment yeah. where he but we are comparing a lot of the, everyone else we're talking about or a lot of them are individuals, individuals. yeah that is so true what they're seeing, and maybe yeah. that is he's got 10 of the people it's, it's difficult because essentially hard. a lot of football most footballers are great athletes aren't they yeah essentially but so you've got to you've got to set them apart by their achievements on that like basis, won over their career and I like there I, wasn't really any, any other footballer right now who's no. British who I could really think of you know, the next one down the line would probably be a bail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he, he didn't come anywhere near my top five. But I'm just saying, if you were, you know, if you were looking past Rooney to another footballer, you might look at him. Again, Ro- Rooney good. is... But anyway. I'll, I'll give you a vote. I'll give you a vote on that. I think he's, he's better than... Uh, he's, he's achieved probably more in a, in a, in I mean, a bigger yeah. pool okay. of players. In a, bigger, in a big pool of players, he's achieved a lot. You know, he's achieved good personal... Records. Okay. Because I've, he's, he's, I've got eight names on here, and he's one of them. So yeah. he's close to my yeah, top five. I, I, I just I don't bring... have him in my top five. And I'm. Can I say? I'll say the two are. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of them is. Hey, there's only one. Yeah, there's only one. No, you want me to say five. Both. So okay. one. Oh, I'm right. not. I'm not putting both in there, but I'm torn between these two. Okay. Okay. You got to pick one though. By one. This. I don't like the blow. <laughs> But he's really good at sitting down and driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I, have, I have put him in. And the other one, people may not have heard of, Matt being one of them earlier reason, Laura Kenny, who's the most decorated Olympic track cyclist, um, four goals, most successful female British Olympian, 12 world titles. Yeah. I'm going with Laura Kenny. Oh, I like it. I like it, James. So is that Laura? Laura no. Hamilton Laura, is in Laura. is in my eight. <laughs> is in my, is in my eight, and he's and he's higher up than, than a couple of the others. And now I'm looking at it, maybe <laughs> he's, he's up there with Murray, actually, isn't he? I think Hamilton. Mm. He surpasses Murray. He's the uh, thing is uh, Hamilton is at the very top of his sport. Yeah. So can I can I obviously one of my picks? You is just Hamilton. sum it up. He's yeah. at the very top of his sport. Mm. In in all time history, he's equal second in in achievements. Plus what I yeah. read out last week in top terms three of, ever, isn't he? So who's it? Who's it with? So you got Schumacher on seven. I didn't. I couldn't. No, Senna, he's he's surpassed Senna. So Schumacher on I, seven, I, and it's it's I Lewis and Fanjo. Fanjo is back in the sort oh, of fifties and, yeah. and, and no, late sixties. Senna gets obviously 60s. a lot of credit because of the way he drove and stuff. Yeah, and Senna obviously passed away. People say that Senna could have won more titles. You'll obviously never know. You can't judge that. But in terms of, like I said, Lewis had the most pole positions in the sports history. He's second on the all-time championships lists. He's yeah. not far off. The I think he's twenty short 
of Schumacher's winning list. And this is his career, so just jumping ahead from your Laura Kenny, because this was on my list. Since Formula 3, so sort of junior levels, this is his history. Since 2005 in, in championships, Lewis, first, 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 second, first, fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth, fourth, first, first, second, first, first. That's since, what he's done in every year. That since he's been... 2005, since he's gone into sort of single seat mm. racing, that's elite, uh, whatever level he's been against whatever drivers he's been at. Mm. How many drivers are there every year? On a grid between 20 and 24, depending okay. on what category. So I think there might have even been and more. How many people would ride in the Tour de France? Uh, well, they've just limited the numbers to eight per team, but generally 100 and. It swings between because they change rules, but the competition's quite a bit higher. Yeah, but in, but in the Tour de France, realistically, there are some teams that are. So you have your elite teams in the Tour. But you de have France. that. You have that in F one. There's teams that are never going to win. Yeah, but in terms of riders within that team, you'll have you'll have four or five domestiques who are purely there to go and get drink and food and are there for strategy. Right, okay. So they're they're not there ever to win. So realistically, you're probably looking at about the same sort of field of pool of riders of twenty elite mm. riders who could win a stage or And who is or, and who is Hamilton racer? So Mercedes now and who was it before? It was McLaren. McLaren. So he's always been in terms of the manufacturer, he's been with the top two or three makers. You could argue when he was in McLaren, he, he, they dropped a bit behind Red Bull, Braun. Um, yeah, McLaren right. went through a dip, hence why he moved. But you could credit him for his move. And the cream always rises to the top because the team always wants to, like we say about Wayne Rooney or those sort of elite players. Yeah. When it's a team, you want to sign the best. And he had one, but yeah, when he went Mercedes first away, he didn't. He didn't win straight away, did he? Uh, so when he moved to Mercedes, his first season he finished uh, fourth. Yeah. Which actually, with that car, that car was not. No, that was that not justifies what you just said. Cream rises at the top because after that he then won. Yeah. Because people were like he shouldn't have gone there. He's gone there for the money. Yeah. He's gone in a worse car. But if he, he was that good, race. could he have won in that car? He, he won could a he race. Give it, he could have won more in that car. Could he have been first or second in that car uh, if he was that good? No, because you had the Red Bulls that were by far and away the quickest. You had Fernando Alonso. And, and again, though, Ferrari. does it come down... And this is why the, I don't... This is why I went with Laura Kenny over him as well, is the car plays such an important yeah, factor. It's, it's about the package. So you look at you look at him against... Is, that, is this the emotion thing again? Yeah. Hamilton's yeah. package. Hamilton's package. No, but it's about how you could get the most out of it. So you could look at drivers where when Vettel was winning his titles... Weber only really competed for one of those. They had the same equipment, they had the same team. Why is Vettel not competing as high as he was? Vettel finished his second this year. I know, but why is he not performing at the same level he was? Because I'd say Hamilton has been a more mature... Vettel's lost his head. He's, he's had places where he's been swearing at the, the referee effectively. Is he in a worse car? No, arguably this year, Ferrari have had a quicker car. Raw than his Red Bull ones? Well, no, you, got, you can't compare... But in terms of... Mercedes against Ferrari this year, mm. you would argue that Ferrari have had the quicker car. But maybe his head started to go because he doesn't have as good a bit of equipment as he used to have. And that he can't... No, but he still had the better car than Lewis. He had the quicker car this year than Lewis. Maybe Can I put those two to... No, I'm going to stick with Lloyd Kenny because of the fact but that she's... Yeah. I, I, I like your, your selection, Lloyd Kenny. I, I do. Yeah. Most decorated Olympic track side. She's got to. She's got to be in there. So I'm. I'm. I'll give you a vote on that one. I've seen it. Seen a ride. Matt probably seen, won't give her the vote because uh, he didn't know it was before. No, I can't really <laughs> fairly give her a vote. You need I to broaden your horizons, Matt. What track cycling? <laughs> Mate, have you? That right? Okay, we're going to take you. Just because you scoured Wikipedia before we did this podcast. <laughs> well, so they're, gonna, my, they're my. That's my one, done. That's one event. That, have you ever been to the Velodrome? No. It's one event I've always wanted to go to, and no marks the same. I want to go to, and every time I see the World Championships around, because they've got what Manchester was the hub of cycling now, and London's obviously got the Velodrome after the Olympics. We will go to an event. It'd be impressive, yeah. Because they are like so it. quick, and like things that like sounds so boring there. Mate, honestly, so come right. It, it, I'll get I'd rather watch that than F one. Hands down. The Omnium is brilliant. And some yeah, of the well, I, might, I, might be, I might be, you know, stood outside in some really hot, nice country watching F1 in the crowd. 
Not signed, signed. She doesn't... Some arena in Birmingham. Right. Uh, she gets my vote. She gets... Yeah, okay. She gets so have you got left? Have you got anyone left in your top five? Yeah. Well, so obviously I, I jumped over your Laura Kenny... Oh, just trampled all over yeah. James. Yeah. I, I thought he might want to have Hamilton in there. Yeah, I figured he probably... I figured if he hadn't had Hamilton, that would have been a bit weird. Considering yeah. he... fought what? so hard for him last week. <laughs> this is yeah, very... he, he, he admitted that he wasn't liked. I didn't admit to him. <laughs> So go back to, to Laura Kenny, I just got my vote. Lewis Hamilton's my next one. Just put three down because he's going in there. Well he's not in my top five. But he's in the Yeah. James, come on. <laughs> Him or Murray. We'll, we'll go down to the finale, to the finalities in a moment. I can't that's that's have you, have you got another name, you have, I've um, got one more name, yeah. So I've gone for someone who's um young. Another swimmer. Have you not named five people? No. I've just talked a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's young. Yeah. Uh, a Paralympian. Um, so she became... Uh, I've lost my notes. <laughs> so Ellie Simmons. Yeah, she was... Yeah. I wrote her down. Yeah. Early doors. Um, so she's won um, gold... Um, in 2012 in London and again in 2016 in Rio so sort of that back to back double champion she's world record holder in the 400 metre freestyle um, and she's also set the world record in the 200 medley so in terms of her career she's still quite young but to do back to back Olympics if she goes again at the next Olympics and wins again yeah it's a bit so like, was that two golds on the bounce was it yeah so she won London and Rio so if you look at someone like Usain Bolt who did three <laughs> who's yeah. regarded as one of the great sevens if she goes to the next one and wins yeah again yeah. I think a bit the, like Mo Farah again you know it's that sort of same legacy of of, yeah, yeah. of winning of domination so whether, she's on my list as a bit of a wild card because it's more the potential a bit similar to PT in terms of the reason she wasn't on mine and why I think um, other people would uh, dispute it in comparison to other people that we've discussed is that is she competing on on a level playing field? Well, this is the this because is in the, the Paralympics. Yeah. It's the level of levels wrong word, isn't it? The the strength of your disability or the so the I'm, impact of your disability. Yeah. So she's racing against people who physically can't couldn't ever be at her level yeah. because of. Their disability. So this is where I, I haven't been able to do enough in terms of finding out how they categorise each each disability and each race because obviously they, they put them in. They do to a certain extent, but they can't yeah. categorise yeah. completely. Exactly. You can just race against the people with the exact same disability. Yeah, because yeah. So that's why for me it can't be and, compared to the other, the other ones yeah. we've done. But she won two golds at London uh, with a world record and then gold medal yeah. at, at Rio. So she's she's a potential to 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 be there, but I think also. The depth of her field at the moment, Paralympics is still quite a young mm-hmm. in comparison to tennis or yeah. something like that. It's still, still a growing sport, but yeah. I thought she needed a mention. Okay, so where are we at? Have you got one more? Yes, oh god, yeah, same. <laughs> oh, Anthony, <laughs> okay, yeah, so my. Last one is AJ, Anthony Joshua, as you both so cleverly guessed. So 22 wins, 21 by KO. The current IBO, WBA, IBF and WBO world heavyweight champion. Olympic gold, 2012. What I would call the embodiment of an athlete. Because he looks great. Because he's ripped. Yeah, he's an absolute athlete, isn't he? Yeah, of course he looks great, yeah. But he's better naked than Mo Farah, but it's a different form of athleticism. No, but I think somebody that absolutely lives that sort of athlete's lifestyle, what you consider to be, you know, somebody at the top of their game and they they live it all year round. Yeah, I'm not saying he doesn't have a cheat day. Yeah. (laughs) But, it's another cheeky so, but say somebody like Ricky Hatton, yeah, who I thought was an, an unbelievable boxer. I, I really liked watching him, but he would mm. just let himself drift between fights. 
And then obviously he had a really good training camp because he, then he was ripped again for his next fight. But mm-hmm. AJ just seems to be just on it all year round. If we look I mean, at the, he might have six months between fights. The thing for me with AJ is yes, he's got the potential again. But as we were saying with people like Murray, in terms of what competition has he been up to, his career's been managed. So you're saying he's got 22 wins, 21 by KO. Yeah. How many of those were against people that were just... It's been, it's been 19 ring experience. relatively easy fights, yeah. isn't it? People that he's gone in there, that he's the strong favourite. Realistically, he's only fought four, is it, championship bouts? Yeah, Charles Martin... That was his first title yeah. that he won. Yeah. And he was pathetic. Um, what was his next one? He had one defend... Was he up against... Um, Chis- uh, not Chisora, the White. Dillian White. White. Was that, White. That, was White. that was the title Klitschko fight. have been his two Kli- hardest fights. Probably, yeah, they? but Klitschko, but he's only actually held a title for... Char- well, he won one against Charles Martin. He's had Klitschko. He's had the New Zealander Parker. Joseph Parker, yeah. But he hasn't... And for me, until he sort of fights Wilder yeah. Fury twice. Well, all the other ones that we discussed have come up against the best people in yeah. their field many, many, many and they, times. And they've lost he two of them. He hasn't fought one. two of the greatest, of two, his era. two of the best in his era in his sport. Yeah. So how can you put him down as top five greatest athletes when he hasn't fought two of the best in his sport? You know... Someone like Murray's come up against the Djokovic and the Dan mm. Federer in the final. Fruits come up against the best riders. Yeah. Oh, Sullivan, Jesus, the people he's placed. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Hamilton, the, the people he's built. He's beat a so, four time world champion, a two time world champion. Whereas I think AJ's got the potential, but he hasn't. Mm. You say about this whole athlete, 12 months of the year, epitome of health and stuff. Fury could beat him, and he's completely the opposite. And so then, is he? Could you have him down as one of the greatest athletes if someone who treats their body like that could beat him? Yeah, but you can't you can't base it on whether somebody's lost or whether somebody might lose against somebody because everyone that we've mentioned has lost a a race or a tennis match. But they faced everybody. They faced. They faced everybody. Yeah, but he's he's he's, he's it's not like he's dipping and dodging everybody, is it? I mean. Everyone who comes up against Ooh. him, bar one, might be from instruction from other, but he is bar he one. He's fought. just knocked them out. But a lot of those fights have been, as we just said, eighteen or nineteen out of the twenty-two have been against complete. Not nobody's is obviously wrong, but people who aren't at the highest. Yeah, of course, sport. some of them were. Well, yeah, he was on the undercard for half of his fights, yeah. or perhaps or against know, people at the end of their career, more than half his fights. Yeah, and I accept that. That's part of his career building. He's got to, he's got to go through that point. But for me, he's not. If you look at it, where he fights those other two, for me, yeah. can be. If you look at it like the Olympics, so someone like Mo Farah has raced at multiple Olympics against yeah. the cream of the crop and beaten them, time after yeah. time after time. To me, AJ's at his first Olympics. He he's won. No, that no, he's, he's won that. So <laughs> won that in twenty twelve. <laughs> Not bad. He's won that, mate. Yeah, okay. But you, what, what I mean is, he holds four belts of five that he can hold. Yeah, but he won. Who he won most of those off Klitschko, didn't he? Off one fighter. I mean, did he win any off Klitschko? Klitschko didn't have a title, did he? Or who he did won he? Off him, didn't he? He won't have won all those four individually. He won multiple off one fighter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he won. But he I mean, won one off Parker. Okay. He might have won a couple off Charles. You, you were, you were. What I was trying to say is that if you look at, he's at that sort of Mo Farah early part of his career, where he's 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 done well, but he's still got to maintain. You look at Hamilton's won five world titles, so consecutive yeah. over ten seasons. Chris Froome's won multiple tours. And you say he's got those bouts, but if Hamilton had only won one or two, and yet he hadn't raced against Alonso or Vettel because they were injured or whatever reason, he just hadn't come up against them, we wouldn't be able to discuss him in the same conversation as other people. I take it it's difficult because it's a one-on-one He he hasn't come up against the best people in his sport, so I don't think you could put him in for that reason. Yeah, I'm the same as James. Until he fights Wilder and Fury... He's not in my top five. 
Okay, so we've landed on our top five gents. And uh, in no particular order, we go with Sermo. Sermo Farah, the, uh, the track runner. We've got Ronnie O'Sullivan, perhaps the best snooker player to have played the game, possibly, James. Oh, hands down. Hands down, hands down. We've got Laura Kenny, the cyclist. Big fan, weren't you, you guys, of Laura's achievements. <laughs> and you've learned something new today. Yeah, I have, I have, I have. So she makes the top five. We've also got Lewis Hamilton. Mm. Top of his game on the F1 circuit. And then top our last top. one is, and this is in no particular order, but our last one is Chris Froome. So we're of... It's a good list. How many events now? How many Tour de France has he won? Four. Four. Tour de France. So it's a good list. Strong list. Mo Farah, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Chris Froome, Laura Kenny, and Lewis Hamilton make our top five current British athletes. When we do this in 12 months, AJ might have got there. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll Depends see. who he fights, Matt. We'll see. Well, if he gets a fifth now, we'll see if he makes it. Depending on Hearn. <laughs> Depending on Hearn. You need to have a word with yeah. Hearn. Get him Talk to Eddie. Right say, Eddie, <laughs> let him fight these two. Come on, let him fight yeah. them. My podcast depends on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much then, gentlemen, for your debate. Enjoyable. Good night, all. Good night, Tig. Good night. Good night. That's a wrap. We'll see you next time. Yeah.